This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable. Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So the only thing left to say is, you win. Order now on the McDonald's app. You can also get reward points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. What's going on, people? Welcome to the live match reaction. Disappointing defeat this time at the Emirates. 4-1 defeat. The big, the, the last time we conceded four goals was back in January against Tottenham. January the 4th, so it's been quite a while. Lots to talk about today. Paddy McCarthy's first game. Defensive woes. Questions about effort. We've scored a goal as well and much more. So as always, if you guys want to join and have your say, click on the pinned comment, which we which will be posted in just a second. And leave down your thoughts in the comment section down below and leave a like and subscribe if you do enjoy the content. Joined by AJ here. AJ, disappointing defeat, 4-1. First time we've conceded four goals since January, early January. Um, you know, it gets a quality side, don't get me wrong, but... What do you make of what do you make of the whole game and the whole affair that's been going on in the past few days, bro? I'm dejected. I'm fuming. I'm angry. I I don't know, man. I don't know where we can go from here. Like we can't, we've just had a week of turmoil. This is the most I've seen Palace in the news for a very very long time, probably ever. Um, listen, all these Vieira outers. I'm hope you're happy. And all these people that like to hang on and suck on to these club icons and club legends, I hope you're happy. Because it's not going to get any better, bruv. And all I've been seeing today is, oh, yeah, just give Paddy, yeah, let's get all behind the boys. Yeah, we're going to let off some uh, fucking fireworks and whatever at, at the Emirates. And we're going to, oh, yeah, let's just give him the run of games and blah, blah, blah. Bro, what is getting... Like, what is actually happening? I am so fed up of this whole... Listen, Steve Parrish needs to come out tonight and just open up his mouth and start explaining stuff because I don't get... Like, I, I wasn't there for the uh, Vieira being sat show because, to be fair, I was so kind of raw at the time, fuming because of that alone. The way they done him, the way they got rid of him, the way that we have no backup plan, we got no... It seems we've got no organised structure above board or board level. It seems that going into this end of the season run of games, we've decided to just implode and push ourselves towards the relegation. Like, bruv, 
it's just not looking good in it. Like I'm 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 just so annoyed and I'm so peed off that it's unreal. Don't like if I was to actually say how I feel, if I was to say what I actually feel, bro, this this get demonetized real quick. Let's just put it that way, because yeah. I'm fuming, man. I'm I'm so yeah, I'm so I'm so angry if, and I'm so vexed. I'm, you know what? I'm vexed with the fan base and I'm vexed with the structure of ownership because this is what you lot asked for. Did you think like Paddy McCarthy was going to go in there and do a madness? Big man, he deals with the kids. Like, how many of them kids are transitioning to the first team and, and having 10 out of 10 performances? I know it takes time. I know progression takes time. But I don't know what people thought was going to happen. But but the like, thing is harsh that Paddy McCarthy was put in this position in the first place. I don't want to get on to Paddy McCarthy today personally, anyways, because it goes out, it goes back to the top, which I'm gonna which I'm gonna talk about in just a second. But don't you think Paddy McCarthy was put in a sticky situation? Two days prep against the side. No, no, D, and I'm gonna tell you why. And this is part of me still being angry. I might feel a different way in a few days, but bro, he knows the club inside out. He's a legend of the club. He's an icon. Wilfred Zaha loves him. The first team players love him. He understands. He gets it. He's going to put a rocket up their ass. He's going to shout at them. You see what I'm saying? Like, bro, the pattern is mad. Now, for me, look, I, for me, I think it's different. I think with Paddy McCarthy, I can't put the blame on him. I understand where you're coming from. I understand where you're frustrated. I'm frustrated as well. I'm very pissed off. Just like you, if I was to say exactly how yeah. I felt right now, this channel would, would not be standing because we'll be locked up. Um, so I have to try be a bit more composed in the matter. But for me, I think the matter starts from the top. It, it made no sense to sack Vieira after the Brighton game and have two days prep for Paddy McCarthy for the Arsenal game. We had an international break. You could have kept him on for the Arsenal game. Get through that game. And if you wanted to sack him, they sack him then. Um, I understand it's a free hit, but this game can also do damage to your confidence as well. It's the first time we've conceded four, four goals. Now, I'm going to start in different areas. I've got a few points to make before uh, people can join in and have they say the link has been posted so you can join in um, via audio or video and have your say on the matter. But today, as crazy as it might sound to some of you lot, maybe some of you lot agree with me or not, but today goes back down to Steve Parish. It 100% does. First of all, the timing of getting rid of Vieira. Why on earth would you get rid of Vieira? If you wanted to get rid of him, I 100% understand. But why would you get rid of him and give an academy manager two days' worth of prep, even though this is a free hit. But why would you go and do that? You didn't bring in another manager in. You're just Paddy McCarthy. I, I didn't understand it. I mean, even if Paddy McCarthy is the next big manager, two days' prep, I don't care who you are, two days' prep is absolutely nothing. What do you expect in two days' prep? Football ain't just black and white like that. It ain't just so simple that you can have two days come in and everything's going to be solved. So this goes back down to the board, goes back down to the decision-makers. They don't know what they're doing. Because I'm saying now, AJ, you might be frustrated now, but Paddy McCarthy might be a good manager if you give him two or three games. We might start scoring goals. We might be better defensively. But then again, it's going to be two or three games. It ain't going to happen in two days against the side at top of the league. So the decision-making doesn't make any sense. And second of all, today's downfalls goes back down to the top once again because it's 2023 and we're starting James Tompkins, we're starting Luca, and we're starting Joel Ward. Now, there's nothing against them players personally. Don't get me wrong. But the fact that these players were here under Roy Hodgson and they're starting a game that at this magnitude against the side that's top of the league in 2023 goes down to Steve Parrish and Dougie Friedman to a certain extent. Because some of these players should have not been, should, still, should not be at this club, should be at least third or fourth choice. But that's the problem. If Nathaniel Klein is out injured, it's Joel Wall that comes back in. 
if maybe Chris Richards could have started today, I'm not too sure why he didn't. But you know, Luca in midfield, if Lukonga's out, Luca's our best next option as a holding midfielder. Now, who does that go down to? The board again. I don't know what they're doing. I don't know what they're thinking. I don't know what the decision making is because even if it like the one thing that we did have under Patrick Vieira, as I mentioned at the start of the show, is the fact that we were solid. We were solid defensively. That's one thing you can't take away. 100% understand we weren't scores, but we were all right defensively. And then you take away a manager that was all right defensively. This was what could happen. And it doesn't make any sense to bring in... Well, I'm going to mention Roy because he's still the favourites right now. And that's the name being mentioned. But it doesn't make any sense because he's not an attacking coach. Our problems have been in attack. So it starts from the top. They don't know what they're doing. In honesty, they don't. And this is why I didn't want Vieira to be sacked because the alternatives are absolutely terrible. Even if it's Hasenutu that conceded nine goals, made his concede team concede nine goals twice in the Premier League with Southampton, is he going to help us? I mean, yes, we can end up scoring goals, but if we start leaking in four goals a game, then we're still going to lose games. So I don't understand it. What, Frank Lampard, Steven Gerrard, if Roy Hodgson? Who could it be? And that's the reason why I didn't want him gone because I, I, I feared this position. I'm not only saying for Arsenal, but if the defence is that shaky and that open, even against a side like Leicester, you could easily lose that. I still had a bit of faith that we can at least build from the back, saw our attack out during the international break and then go from there. At least Leicester. At least Leicester. But the names that's being mentioned is not exciting. Forget about excitement. The names that's being mentioned is literally a setup for failure. It's a setup for failure because they can't attack. And also, there's a worry that they can make us worse defensively. At least we had fundamentals. In this game, I guess it's only one game. But that fundamentals were gone. There were some individual errors as well, of course. We can talk about Wilf, his defensive efforts in this game. I think for the first two goals, he could have done a bit better. There's moments like that. But we had that. No one can deny that. Please, no one can deny it. Even if you're Vera in, Vera out, we were actually okay defensively. There was no point. We faced Man City. City that, that put seven past Leipzig only a few days ago. And we kept them. The only reason they beat us was by penalties. Now, my biggest fear is you lose that. What do you have? Because what do we have right now if we can't create chances? I mean, we created a few chances against Arsenal in the first half. I 100% understand that. But that few chances are not going to lead to goals when you have a striker like Edward. And then if you lose your defence as well, what's going to happen? What, 3-1? Is that what we want to do? 3 1? Are we happy with 3 1? 4 1? And that's what it goes down to. It goes down to the board. It goes down to people. Who, I'm not going to blame people who want to veer out because they want to veer out for their own reason. But this is the reason why I want to veer in. And I feel like more people, as we go ahead, might want, might understand where I'm coming from. You know, we, we lost something that we had. And now we're, now we're in the 3 4. Well, it seems like, anyways, we'll see against Leicester. But now we could be potentially in the 3 4 if we lose our defense. And that's what it seems like. But look, the lines are open. If you guys want to join, have your say. Click on the pinned comment. As always, if you're enjoying it, leave a like and subscribe to not miss out on future content. Let's bring on Patrick first, who's been waiting. Patrick, how you doing? Arsenal 4, Palace 1. You also had a Patrick Vieira live reaction video as well. Disappointing defeat at the Emirates. Look, I wasn't I wasn't a fan of Vieira, but I didn't know I didn't want to. Now, I do want to apologize to him for saying the hand in your palate. Because that was rude. So I do I do want to say I apologize for that. But my a lot of Vieira out fans like him wanted what Sean Derry wanted, you know, Patty. Well, you got him, and that's what it looked like. 
I know we had enough on that bench that that could have started. We had Richards at center back. We had Hamada, who we thought would just come in to replace Lakanga anyway. Um, you know, we we had enough that we could have had better choices to start in that midfield. Now, I think I understand why Joe Ward played because what Klein two games and less than we don't he's not going to play three games in a week. So I get I don't like it because like you said. Joe Ward's 250 years old. He can't play anymore. But that's 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 on the board and all that. But just in the very short-termism, man, they got to get a replacement in as a head coach like tomorrow. And I guess it's going to be Roy because he was at the game today apparently. Um, but they got you can't go for it with, with Patty. You can't. You, you just can't. Shouldn't be in this position to begin with. But you cannot. Not by watching his substitution. No, there's no way. He's no if he coaches like that at the 21 level, I don't know. I don't watch the, the academy games like you guys do, but that was horrible. He's not ready for anything like this. To be put in that position is not unfair on him either. I mean, it's a mess. And Steve Parrish has got to be held accountable. So the, he I hope he goes to the game next uh what in two weeks, April 1st, and I hope the fans let him have it. Because that's about the only way thing he's gonna understand. Why he pockets three million dollars, well, three million pounds, convert it, whatever. You get the you guys get the point. That was really garbage. Zaha had a good game offensively today. You're only going to get a couple of chances. They didn't convert them. Blown out. Could have been worse in some ways. Uh, and as they not playing, I, I don't like what. Come on, man. At the we wouldn't have won anyway. But at least you could have. This was his one. I said the other day, the one chance to do something different. And same old shit. And he, I, I don't even think Vieira would have started half. Tompkins, Richards would have been in there. Richards played what three, four good games in a row. Like, what? What the hell? Tompkins and freaking Joel Ward at the back. Are we restarting that uh, Hall City game uh, when we set, stayed off elimination? He had Tompkins and Ward, and I man, come on, man, that, that's just bad. They wanted him out. He's out. This is what you get. So mm. I don't know what well, else for, to say. For, for you, in terms of uh, Paddy, I don't want to get onto Paddy because it was. Um... It's just, oh, yeah. he's only had two days prep. But then again, we put him in a sticky situation. I don't know. Oh, yeah. That's what I'm saying. I don't yeah. understand the thinking. I really don't understand the thinking around the club. I mean, what did you expect? What did you expect in two days? It would be extremely, extremely lucky to go and get a result or perform at the levels that Paddy wants to perform after two days of coaching. We only had two days. He only had two days to work on his team. Now, if that's the case, and we're not going to see how Paddy is as a manager in the first place, because one, two days, one game, right. and then after that, you're going to bring in another manager. Why did you sack him before the Arsenal game? Why did you not keep a manager until at least the international break? I just assumed they didn't want him to face his old team, like I said before. That doesn't make, that doesn't help us any, but I just assumed. But then again, they didn't fire him respectively either. They gave him a call on the phone while he was driving in to practice. So it's real, real, real shit party expression, guys. Real shitty time right now. I mean, yeah. yeah. If you imagine if if Southampton would have won yesterday, I mean, what is there? Five points between the bottom of the league and us. And if West, if if if, if Lester would have won, I mean, we would be seventeen. How we are twelfth is, I don't know. It's mediocrity in the Premier League on the back end. That's what that is. I mean that that they're. I mean, you know, I I don't know, man. I mean, Pat, what plus? But Patty's been around enough to know not to play James Tompkins. I would think. I know you don't want to get on him. I'm not going to. 
That's just what I see. You can't start that lineup in any Premier League team against any Premier League. Leeds, so, Leicester. Yeah. <laughs> sorry. So who, sorry. Who would he bring in? Sorry, sorry to cut you off, Patrick, but who would he bring in? You know? I'm Big Sam. I've said it. That's who I would have brought in in a heartbeat. In a heartbeat. He's, mm. I don't understand because the defense is already there for Sam. It's already set. He wouldn't play Joe Ward. He wouldn't play Tompkins. He, no, Big Sam. But mm. I, I, they're clearly not going to do that. I mean, he did a good job here when he was here before. I, I wouldn't even have hesitated. If you wanted to get rid of the error, which I was against, you, I would have brought. I would have talked to Big Sam three weeks ago because yeah. they, they wanted to fire him last year. The only reason they didn't do it because we were winning games. So – yeah. I, I would have I would have brought in Big Sam, not Roy. I like Roy, but come on, seventy five years old. I make all my jokes about him coming in, and I feel bad for him. I feel bad for yeah. him though, because he shouldn't be put in this position. He should have. He should have. He shouldn't be put in this position. That's what frustrates me the most. It's like, what are we doing? Like, what are we doing? If it's going to be Roy, but the one thing is, the fans are very against Roy, and yeah. maybe Parish rethinks it. But then again, what's the alternative? Well, who actually is going wants, to come into the situation? What manager wants the job? I heard Rafa is is begging to, just to get back in. All right, I'll take that. It'll be, I mean, it'll be worse football than Roy's, but I mean, again, the defense is set. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I mean, the defense is set. If you have Richards play with with Gay, I'm still trying to understand James Tompkins' plan. But sorry, I'm, I'm, I got to let that one go. But um, <laughs> but. Um, who who wants the job? I don't. I'm I'm willing to gamble on Hasselhoodle next year if we're in the league, but not now. Mm. Not not with the one thing we have just got barraged with four goals, with no depth. No way. No. I, I I'm just hoping this game was a one off sacrificial lamb type thing, and you just bring in whatever. But I mean, I don't want Lampard. I don't want definitely don't want Gerard. He can't coach. Period. At least. I mean, at least Frank's had a little bit of moments. Uh, Hassan, who do I be willing to gamble on next year? Because he had a 50-point season at Southampton. But the guy to bring in, to me, if you were going to do it, would have been Big Sam. Well, I would have been Sean Dyche, but you waited too long for that. But I I would have got Big Sam. I don't think there's any argument for him. I don't even – he hasn't even been ruined. Has he? I don't know. I don't know if Big Sam would even want the job. I'll be honest right now. Not now, no, no. No. Yeah. Exactly, exactly. It's, it's, it's frustrating. It's frustrating. We'll, we'll I, see I what happens during the international break. Yeah, yeah I got we'll nothing. I, I got, you know, hopefully whoever they bring in would get behind, but uh, it, it, I have, I don't know, man. I don't know. I got nothing else to say. You got other people waiting. Um, right. So, thank you for guys, coming on anyways, Patrick. Take care. Take care. All right, then. Take care. That was Patrick. Um, AJ, uh, quickly, um, in terms of managers, who would you want to come in before bringing in the other guests? Oh, I've never thought, I've looked at the names. Hassan Hootel seems like the most logical one because he's he's had the most modern, most up-to-date, half-decent Premier League success out of all the candidates. And even with him, he's conceded some mad amount of goals. And man's going to have an emotional breakdown at the end of the season if he somehow keeps us 17th. So I don't know, man. Uh, I legitimately have no clue. I legitimately have got no standout candidates in the back of my head. I don't want Jesse Marsh. I'm not actually that fussed about Hassan Hootel. Sam Allardyce is dated. Roy Hodgson is 76 years old. Like, I don't get it, bro. 
unless they pull out some European name. I'm hearing Lucian Favre apparently is back in the frame. I know Rafa Benitez has been mentioned as well, but people forget. But he's not going to get back. He's not going to get back after what they've done to Vieira, bro. No half decent or half serious manager on the up is taking his job, bro. Especially with the reports. And if we go down, yeah, absolute, yeah, absolute carnage. Exactly. It is. Look, let's bring on Michael. Um, he's been waiting. Michael, how you doing? Uh, welcome to the show. Arsenal four, Palace one. Yeah. Frustrating. Frustrating. Another defeat. Um, first time I mean, we see the four goals in a long time. Yeah, it's just disappointing, isn't it? Like we bring in Vieira and we we don't even back him. The ball doesn't back him. You know, Gallagher had a wonderful season, and then we just don't buy him. I, I just don't see what what the point of us having him on loan if we're not going to buy him after you know mm. it's just yeah. disappointing man like, I'm so angry about that loss as well like we've sacked Vieira possibly the worst timing as well you know yes he's had a bad run but if the board aren't going to back him I don't see how you can complain exactly um, you know, in terms of the game in itself uh, what did you think about the approach to the game uh, we started well you know you know, honestly the first 10-15 minutes but it's similar to Brighton um, we conceded one goal heads mm. gone um, and then they have control and then the rest is history. What, why do you think that is? Why do you think there is this head loss? Is it just the it's, amount of games? It's, simply, that we it's, it's the timing of everything, really. Like, we've sacked our manager, which, you know, I get he had a poor run. What was it? One win in 16. You know, it's not something you want. But at the same time, you know, he was given such a small budget to get us to where we were last season. And he, he just couldn't do it. And that's what it comes down to. And I think the players, they're starting to realise that, you know, there's no... There's no spine about this team. There's no drive for it. There's nothing. And they're not going to work for it. And so I feel like we need a whole rebuild. In terms of the rebuild in itself, I ain't talked about him not getting back. There's also There's been talks that people talking about right now in the chat as well about Steve Parrish, about the ownership group. Uh, for you, mm-hmm. do you think it's just a case of, you know, one bad year, uh, still keep him or... Are you one of those I mean, ones you want gone? We've been in the Prem for a long time now, and we our allocated budget is through the roof. We just don't spend anything. Like we we have no it's not that we have no investment, it's just he doesn't like to spend more than fit what it seems to be fifty million. That seems to be his cutoff every time. And it's yeah. like if you want us to develop into a top ten team, we can't be spending in the bottom half of the league like other, like the top six are. You know. This game just shows me as a whole, like, we have no depth in our squads. Our squad is useless. Other than our main players, it's useless. Yeah, 100% agree. I mean, we still starting Tompkins, Luca, um, Wardy in 2023. I'm not, I, I don't want to pick out them players, but it shows the lack of quality. Yeah. Like, these players are players that we should have moved on from, ideally, yeah. with, with quality. I mean, especially with the right-back situation, if it ain't Nathaniel Klein... Then it's Joe Ward, but with centre back, maybe he could have, he could have started Richards. I don't know why he didn't. Um, but and you know, without Lukonga, it's Luka Milivojevic. I mean, the depth options are just ridiculous. Why do you think then we didn't spend money? What what is it? I don't understand it. We spend the least I'll, amount of money in the Premier League. Are we that? Do you think we're that poor that we literally can't spend money there as much as yeah? You know, the other I teams. Think it does. It does come down to how much our owners really can spend. You know, we can't talk about them spending the money, but if they haven't got the money in order to spend, then I don't see how we can do anything about that, really. Personally, yeah. in my opinion, we need a new board. You know, we can't be getting new managers and not backing them. That's just simple. Like, if let's say if we get a new manager by the end of, like, in summer or something, 
and they get no backing whatsoever, we're going to be maybe even relegated that season if we're not this season. I think that's just how it's going to go. Yeah, and 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 that's why I was thinking as well. Like I'm in the same way, same wavelength as you. I think we need a yeah. just a change of structure because if if this is what we can do right now and this is our limit, then clearly the investors that we have right now they can't take us on to yeah. the next. If we have our next level. If we say we as it is right now, yeah. and we don't spend. We'll get relegated next year. It can it'll get worse. Yeah. Forget about next level. Like we'll we'll get relegated with the squad that we have next year, regardless of the manager. And that's why for me, I feel like a change from the top needs to happen, especially with the past few days. I've yeah. lost all confidence. We didn't back him this year. Um, and and if it's a case of they don't have the money, then sell up mm. to someone who probably does have the money. I'm pretty sure there'll be other investors that what would want to spend money and you know um, yeah. try try keep us more afloat. But for you. International break now. Um, of course, there's going to be a search for a new manager. Who would you want it to be? I mean, has Vincent Company joined a club yet, or is he still at Burnley? He's still at Burnley, but have you heard his comments after Vera was sacked? No, what, what did he say? Uh, he basically said what I was thinking. He, he said that he was, yeah, he called us out. He basically said that he wasn't mm. happy with the decision. He looked at the fixture run. Um, he, he looked at the players out injured during that. Exactly. Yeah. So he, he basically had done his research and he was mm. not happy at all. Um, so I, I think mean, that rules him yeah. out. I mean, if I was him, you know, I wouldn't want to come here. You know, we haven't had our main player, and then we've sacked our manager and blamed it on him. Like, simply, it's it's the way our board runs the club. So if I was a manager, I wouldn't even want to come to the club. If I was being honest, especially not with our board backing. But I think if we was to bring someone back, it might have to be Sam because he'll keep us up if we do get him. Yeah, that's the thing. Does Big Sam want to even come to Palace? This, no chance. How's he, how, exactly, that's the bad thing. Like, we can't even attract Big Sam. How's you know, D, for... just on that point, yeah. D, just on that point, or Michael even, on that yeah. point, right, you say Big Sam. What was the last job man Big Sam had? Has it not been over about a year or 18 months since he asked yeah. the last Premier League job? West Brom. He's doing, he's doing podcasts now. He's, yeah. That's what I'm saying. I'm a bit concerned about the Big Sam thing because, yeah, I mean, I kind of half like the idea, but the only thing I'm concerned about is... Mm. Is his football going to be dated? Yeah. I don't think so. I think I think. Look, I'll, I'll say this. I'll happily say this. I think if if we're concerned about football being dated, I think Hodgson is one of them. Because even when yeah. he did keep us up, you can see that it was getting rotten. It was getting rotten. Yeah. It was getting predictable. We managed to stay up, and that's why they made the change, and that's why they spent money on players because we desperately needed to freshen mm. things up. So if we're talking about ideas getting predictable, I think it's Roy Hodgson. That's what I'm fearing fearing the most. We're probably going to get it as well. Bad part, you know. It's and if it, yeah, if we do get him, how would you feel about that? I mean, I, I like Roy. You know, he's he's a loyal to club, but at the end of the day, you know, if we if we're being honest here, we really can't be affording to have him back in. You know, he might keep us up, but I think for next season, unless it's like a to the summer thing, we'll be screwed if we have him. Yeah, and it's not it's not me saying that his, his football don't work in modern day. It's just the players that we have won't suit his football whatsoever. Yeah, 100% agree. Um, and it'll be hard um, planning for next season as well. It's going to be difficult. It's going to be a difficult um, run of games. What do you think will stay up, Michael? Uh, I think, you know what? Depending on, on after international, I can't say for now. For now, I think we actually probably look like we're going down considering everyone else is doing better than us. You know, we look like the worst form team out of the whole league, if you look at it. Like, even Southampton doing better. Yeah. Like, so I think if I had to say now, we could be going down. I don't want it to happen, but if I'm being truthful to myself, there's there's no way we stay up. Mm. Unless like, appreciate, you know, we pull something. Yeah. 
appreciate you coming on, bro. Um, yeah. Thank you for coming on, and hopefully we chat to you again soon. Yeah. All right, take care. That was Michael having his say. Um, AJ, for you, before we bring on the other guests, relegation, is it now a serious threat? I would say it also, yeah, 100%. so we didn't, we didn't have much expectation anyways. Um, so to be fair, up until all this madness about the club started coming out, I'm going to be honest, bro, I thought we'd be fine. I thought we would just literally limp across the line, but now... With everything coming out and the way it's looking, the future's looking bleak, man. It will take a god-like miracle for us to stay up. We have to get whoever we're going to get. That appointment has to be so on point and has to be able to just run out the gates instantly. Otherwise, we're done out here. Because all the other, like like we mentioned, all the other clubs are picking up points left, right and centre. Like, and they're starting to actually catch us on this imaginary threat we had what three four weeks ago we need to actually be concerned and even like with today's performance you got to consider silly things like goal difference we've been there before in the relegation battle where we've been done over with goal difference we got to be we got to be smart with the next if we if steve parish or texar or blitz or harris or whoever or friedman or whoever's making decisions they need to be out the blocks now like they need to get this next appointment bang on and the thing is, I have no trust. And that's why I, I want them gone. I have no trust. I have no trust in them. The names that's been mentioned doesn't suggest that we're going to bring in anyone that is, you know, going to take us on to the next level, really. Do you get it? So uh, for me, I'm not, yeah, I have no I have no real faith um, right now in terms of getting the appointment right, next appointment right, based on all the names that's been mentioned, based on the decisions that's been made, based on our recruitment. So it's going to have to be a short-term appointment and we're just going to have to pray that other teams are going to be worse than us. We've got some massive games coming up, winnable games, but if we don't win them games, we're getting dragged down. I mean, if Leicester beat us, the gap is closed and they could potentially be above us. I'm not too sure on the points tally right now. But yeah, it's, it's a massive, massive 10 games in the history of this football club. I can't believe we've reached this stage once again. And the reason why we reached this stage is, for me, of course, Patrick Vieira, he was a manager, he plays a part. But lack of investment um, also plays a significant part um, because it's been absolutely ridiculous this year. But look, let's bring on Ken, who's been waiting for a while as well. Ken, you there? Yes, I'm there, I'm there. Um, Palace, another defeat, this time at the Emirates against one of, you know, the more difficult teams in the Premier League, the top of the league. Paddy McCarthy comes in, two days um, worth of work, of course, I didn't have much expectations, but for you, what did you make of the whole game? For, for, for me, I think uh, for, from top to bottom, Crystal Palace is, is, is a mess from top to bottom, because look how many, look how many seasons now Crystal Palace has been in, in the Premier League. And it's it's been it's been the same mess since since they, since day one they came back to the Premier League. It's been a, a mess, and and and, not, and nothing has changed, and it's still and it's still carrying on as the same mess. And 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 if, if, even to if, even today, to today there's nothing there's nothing the, the, um, Paddy McAfee could do to uh, in, in, in two days because he got a job he got a job on Friday. What can he do in in two days? And mm. I think the uh, um, Steve Parish. I, I like him as a person, but as an owner, I think he, he, he made the wrong decision of sacking Patrick Vieira. I think he, he should have given him, he should have given him the next two games after the international break to see to see how, how things goes, and then if if things didn't didn't go well, then you can you, you can sack him. But I think I think for now it was the wrong decision he made because the team that you're playing next after the international break are the team fighting for fighting to survive in the in the league. And and I think that they're, 
um, if Patrick was still there, I think that you 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 could have won some of the games because the, the next few matches after the international break are um are, 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 are the team teams fighting for relegation, and I think um, the um from from Steve Parish to Doug Friedman, I think Crystal Palace. Them, they, um, don't, don't, they, I think they don't know what they're doing because every manager that has been at Crystal Palace, none, none of them has been backed. But every season, Crystal Palace has been in in in, in the same position every season, twelfth, um, 14th That's Crystal Palace's first position every season. If Crystal Palace want to progress uh, as as a big club, they would need to they, they would need to change their mentality the way the way they scout players because I, I don't think the, the the owners know what they're doing. Un, un, unless, uh, unless they are happy for Crystal Palace to be in twelfth or, or get relegated, that, uh, I think I think that's good for them. But but for me, for, for, for me as as someone watching Crystal Palace, I'm 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 not happy with, with the owners right now. I think the club is in a mess because yeah, because what's the point? Where's where's all, all, all the money going? Because last season, this season, Benteke went. You didn't you didn't you, you didn't replace him with nobody, and Conor Gallagher left. No, no, no one came in, and and I think the um the transfer window for Costa Pass was a waste of time. It was a shambles because because no good player came in this season, and and what's the point? Or and I don't I don't know why um 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 with the wide is not playing. Why is on the bench every uh, going to every game and and it's not playing on the bench? What's the point of that? Why it's not playing? Um, give me give give me a go because there are because so many people that are, are playing. So many are, are not good enough. They're not good enough. Even even Ayu, Mateta, and Edward. They, I, I'm not being rude, but they are not a, a Premier League team standard. I think they are a Championship standard. They are championship. Mm-hmm. None of them is good to to play for Costa Palace. And if Costa Palace um, don't fix you up in, in in the next couple of games, I, I could see them getting relegated. But because the team at the bottom now are, are starting to do well, starting to pick up points. Because the next few games will, will show if Crystal Palace will be in the Premier League or be in the Championship next season. And Championship is not easy. It's not easy to to, um, to come back from. Because if you get relegated, because we've seen teams get relegated and they haven't come back for a long time. And now, look at, look, look at Brighton and Fulham. Brighton and Fulham are, are, are doing well, doing well in, in, the, in the Premier League. And, and now, yeah, you could be, next season, we could, we could be seeing Fulham and Brighton in, in play, playing um, Europa League Conference next season. When Crystal Palace could, could, could have been that team if, if we had the, the, the chairman that cared about the team, not, not, just, not just himself only. Yeah, yeah no, I, I agree. I, no, I, I agree. But I, I don't think I don't think it's a case of Steve Parish not caring about the team. But I, I just I honestly feel like he's hit a ceiling. I feel like we've hit a ceiling. I feel like that's why we need we need something fresh at the football club. Because, I mean, we spoke about this in the live match, in the live reaction to Patrick Vieira getting sacked. But you look at teams like Brentford and you look at teams like Brighton, you can genuinely have a sense that they've got the right infrastructure. Brighton lost not only the head coach, they lost the head of recruitment. They lost their backroom staff and they've only gone got better. And that's not by luck. That's by having the infrastructure in place and finding the right appointments if these players or if these managers and if these group of staff leave. But Palace, some of these names that's been mentioned, some of the, you know, likes of Hasunus or Roy, these are these are just basic. I don't feel like there's any system in place to bring in someone that could precede Patrick Vieira. It's all yes, sorts of appointments. Yeah, yeah. And that's why I feel like there's a, there, there needs to be 
a, a, a reset button at the club. It starts from the top, and we just need to start again fresh because right now I just don't feel like these group of people can take us on to the next level. The fact that yeah, we got rid of Boy for me, you're gone. For, I said, for, for, for me, right now, I think uh, to, to just need to get somebody um, now for, f- from now to the end of the season and then look look for long a, a, a long-term replacement. For me, the long-term replacement I would have is um is um Rafa Benitez? I, I I will take it right now for um for to um to start the, the new season for long term. But for short term, for short term, I don't think Roy Hudson is is not, it's not the answer for for, for 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 from now to the end of the season because Roy Hudson um um should, should retire and 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 forget football for now. It shouldn't be. But just just look for someone that can that can take it for short term and and Rafa, Rafa Benitez. For, for for to start the new season. Yeah. Look, Ken, appreciate you calling into the show. Really appreciate it. Um, yeah. you taking your time. Um hopefully you have a good day as well, bro. Take care. Yeah. That was Ken calling into the show. Next up we're gonna bring on uh Aaron Looney. How you doing, bro? Hello, mate. How you doing? Yeah, good, good, good. This has been a while since you come on. I've seen yeah, your comments been... about Vieira. Yeah. Yeah, the floor is yours. He's gone now. He's gone. Um, what would you like to say? 4-1 defeat. There were some positives from the game, of course. Um, we scored a goal. That was a positive. Created a few chances, but I felt like it was similar to the first half against Brighton, where we created a few chances and the players didn't finish them. But what did you make of the game? Well, look, I'm going to be fair, yeah? Um, I was never a fan of Vieira's tactics, team selections, and um, the way from since last season... The little things were showing like the cracks in terms of we were conceding last minute goals and giving away three points in such a cheap way. That really wound me up. Mm. But he did have a good good first season, albeit. So credit where it's due. Um, but as much as I'm not a fan of him and I wanted him out, I absolutely disagree in in the way that he was sacked with a phone call, first of all, and at the time in which he was sacked. Um, so we have to be fair where we have to be fair. And I think that it wasn't the time. Should have waited for the Arsenal game to be done. Because technically for us, bearing in mind where we are in the table, our season starts after the winter break, the uh, international break, sorry. Yeah. For us, that's that's it now. It's make, it, make or break after the, the break. So... Um, Patrick Vieira shouldn't have been sacked before the Arsenal game. That that was that was wrong, and the way they sacked him as well. I felt sorry for him a bit, it, to be true, because he was. I've heard apparently he was avoiding the the board because I think he felt some type of way. He probably felt it coming, or you know. Um, so yeah, he has had. I had. How can I put it? They conducted themselves wrong in the way that they sacked him, wasn't fair. However, we can't overlook that the way we were playing before he was sacked and the results we were getting, yeah, okay, we've got a couple of draws against big teams, but you need more than that to survive in the Prem. And it wasn't looking good. So I can understand why they sacked him. I would have done the same because something had to change. And I also admit the board have to change as well. Definitely, I'm with you on that. But 
at this moment in time, the only thing we could do was start with the manager. However, I would have waited, yes, until the Arsenal game was done. Definitely. Mm. Yeah, I uh, I agree. Look, you 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 was one of those who wanted Vera out for a long time. But do you also get where we're coming from? Well, where I'm coming from, anyways. I don't know where AJ's um, if AJ thinks the same. But look, today I don't know if it would have been as bad. I feel like we looked a bit lost defensively. I, I feel like the structure that we had defensively looked a bit lost. We haven't. The truth is, we haven't conceded four goals since January, early January, basically start of the year. And it, and we faced some difficult teams in them runs. And my biggest fear was getting rid of Vieira. Of course, I'll ask you for your opinion on this as well. But getting rid of Vieira, the options out there, I didn't have faith that they could replace him properly. And right now, it seems like that's going to be the case. The options out there just, you know, taking us back rather than forward. And with Vieira, I feel like at least we had something to our game that we could, you know, that we could build on. I feel like he changed his approach. He went defensively for the sake of we had hard, rim, hard games um, coming up. Um, and he just wanted to be a more solid defensive team, and that cost us an attack. I'm not saying that's that's okay, but he should have done better in attack whilst being good defensively. But then again, against Brighton in the first half, he did change about. We did create chances, and if it wasn't for players not being able to finish them, right now we might be talking about Vieira still being in job. We might talk about a potential win against Brighton. So my problem was from day one was that the the top the problems are from the top, and this is what I mean about. All of this, you know, getting rid of him two days before, having no proper replacement. The problems are from the top. Vieira, clearly, they didn't have belief in him. And I, I'm going to say this again. I feel like he got sabotaged by the board. But the reason why I'm saying that is because we spent the least amount of money. We haven't signed a new right back. We didn't strengthen the squad in areas that we needed to strengthen. And the reason for that, based on the reports, is because they didn't have belief in him last year when we was playing some good football. So how can I have faith in the people running the football club if if they're not going to you know, back the manager and not improve the squad because the problems are from the top. I mean, some of the players that, that was out there playing today, regardless of who you bring in, they're just not good enough. And I feel like that's why we got worse. We got rid of Conor Gallagher. I understand, I understand um, where you're coming from as well. Like, we should be doing better. We should we should pick up a win. But let's be honest, against Brentford, we, sh- we should have picked up a win. It was actually a decent performance. And if it wasn't for the last minute, Jordan Ayew giving a ball away, then that was a win. There, I mean, even against Brighton, we we could have potentially scored a goal if you like. We was in the position to score a goal. The first 20, 25 minutes, I understand when we considered a goal, it went downhill. But that was on the players. Why would you? How can you perform that well? And then afterwards, your heads go after considering one goal. So for me, we were creating the chances in in some games that we needed. Our Villa was absolutely dreadful. Don't get me wrong. I feel like that's where the board probably turned and said, "All right, we need to make a change." But we had something about us. We were solid defensively, and now we've lost that. Now we've lost that, and we're starting again. So for you, the play, the managers that's that's been linked to the club, do you have second thoughts about the decision about Vieira getting sacked? If it's the likes of Hodgson coming in, or you know the other names, or are you still fine with the decision? Um, I think I'm fine with the decision. Yeah, because as long as it's not Hodgson. That being said, yeah, but. Um, with Paddy McArthur, I think I'm happy with it because I don't know. Today I did see, even though we got our asses kicked, yeah, I'm not gonna lie. Today I felt the players a bit more positive on the field. Like even though they were, they had all the odds against them, they were still fighting back. Like we were sticking it on Arsenal. Like they were trying, and we we weren't sitting back the whole time. Like we haven't seen that when we were with Vieira in the last few fixtures. Don't forget that as well. So 
if you if you put it on a balance on scale, would you be about Brighton game? One side is all the other, but you know, about Brighton right. game. Do you didn't think that was the case in the Brighton game? First half of the Brighton game. Um, yeah, it was. It was. It was. But then again, it raises the issue of okay, we were the same in the Brighton game, so there's an element of the manager and players at fault as we saw hints of that again today, like Zaha, how he conducted himself at certain times on the field. Don't you think? It was a bit yeah, like, yeah. Uh, sometimes I was just like, what are you doing? I was like, what? How can you he, like, just today, be so be relaxed honest. like that? Yeah, yeah. today I'll be honest. This, uh, I, this is what I'm talking about. With some of the players that I actually respect to Vieira, as much as you know we, we, we can get on to him, <laughs> there was still a bit of respect there. And I, and I feel like even despite the defeat against Brighton, I feel like the way we started it, even the tactical plan, they didn't really get let go of it. Maybe it was not the right tactical plan in the second half, but they didn't, they didn't get let go of it. And today, when you look at the game, I mean, for the first two goals, there's question marks on Wilf. There are big question yeah. marks on Wilf. Um, he, he, him not going, and I think for the first goal, I think it was Jack. I don't know who was down the right-hand side. Basically not pressing and just you get just giving up there. Second goal, it was easy for Saka just to go by him. And that's what I'm scared about, though. This is what I'm scared about. I'm scared about us losing something that we did have. I mean, Elise's defensive efforts was absolutely fantastic today. Well, he tried yeah, anyway. He was tracking hard. back and trying to help, and he's been doing that for a while. But, I mean... Where do we go from here? If you're saying if it ain't Hodgson, if if it's Hodgson, then I don't agree with it. But the other names that's being mentioned, who like who could it be? You you talked about Ojin Roberts, but then reports have come out that suggested yeah. that he was the one that's pulling the plug. So clearly he wouldn't be the answer. And this is do my know, problem with it because do you know why I said Ozzy and Roberts? Because pre-season he seemed very coordinated. He seemed like he had the that you could argue half the squad. And Vieira had the other half. And the way he managed his half looked a lot better. So I thought, right, okay. He was able to get much more out of the younger players, like Blanche and stuff like that. So I was like, okay, well, yeah, this this, this is quite good. But only on that basis is why I said that, because we were desperate anyway. And I knew Vieira was going to go. So I thought, well, what are we going to do? Better the devil you know than the devil you don't know, isn't it? So I thought, let's just try Ossian for a couple of games at least until the break. But obviously, you know, he's part of uh, Vieira's coaching squad, which was the issue we later found out. Obviously, I don't know everything, man. You know what I'm saying? But the only thing I can say is, stats-wise, today we had quite a lot of shots on goal and quite a few on target as well. Um, we also conceded four goals as well. We That's did my concede four worry. goals. But you got to bear in mind, yeah, we had Tompkins and Ward at the back. So, Clown mm. was injured, right? And yeah. Anderson was injured. So, I just flip, so. flip it yeah. for a second and put Vieira in charge, yeah? yeah. With Klein injured, Anderson injured, can't play Lakonga, what was he going to do? The same thing. And it Richards, bro. Richards. I don't think he would have played Richards because he, he never liked playing Richards anyway. How many times did he play Richards? You could count with one hand. Well, essentially, he played him as a replacement for Gay or Anderson, didn't it? He did play Tompkins as well, though. Tompkins scored, you remember? Yeah, right. yeah correct. So Actually, Aaron, two questions. Is, I wouldn't be surprised at all if he did exactly the same thing. It just feels like you're absolutely right about the board. The board, the board are just flopping in every way. But I think that Parrish finds himself in a position where... 
he ain't got money, bruv. Yeah, and he's how can I say like he's trying to hold on to the club because he always wants to have a say, but he hasn't got money. Do you see what I'm saying? So in a way, that's hindering the other investors in how they want to conduct the club and manage it and run it. So, but there's there's also talks about that. There's also talks um, about John Texer willing to put thirty million pounds in January. It's coming from the Times. I don't know who's you know who's leaking that information. I guess it's John Texer because he's got the money. But if that's the case, then you know why wasn't that money spent? And and the mad thing is, I've sat here. And I've actually tried to back Parish as much as I can. Fair enough. You didn't spend it in January. We're waiting till the summer for players out of contract to, you know. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable. No, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. To, for them to go out of contract and then we can start a new refresh once again like we've done in the first season with Vieira. But the fact is, we didn't back him and then we acted like, cool, the manager still has to do better with the, with the players that he's got. But we acted like it's purely on Vieira's fault. I mean, some of the players are still there. The players are not going to be gone. It's not like we're going to bring in a new manager and new players at the same time. So for me, it's, it starts from the top. If, if that... Report is true. How does that make you feel? Well, I wouldn't be surprised because he, he evicted my auntie from her business at Sellers Park Stadium. My auntie has been running, I don't know if you know, you know the bargain bucket, the pound bargain store bucket. next to Sainsbury's? Uh, you think there so? There used to be a yellow, so. yellow yeah. bargain store there. That's my auntie. She was there for years. That was her livelihood. And he evicted her because of the new plans to build the stadium and that was seven years ago now so it's all it just goes to show the way that they run things is so it's just a disorder you can't evict someone seven years before you start to you haven't even started building a new stand so you didn't that's a local business that's supporting the club as well do you see what i'm saying so it does it's small things like this, yeah, show you how they conduct business at the club and the board in terms of parish, particularly in terms of parish. Um, it doesn't give me comfort to hear that there was 30 million from Techstar. And he 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 well, what did he do with it? We don't know. But if that's true, we just need to know if that's true or not. We don't know. Is it true? You know, there's so much stuff going about these days, we can easily get carried away. But the main thing I want to draw your attention to, bruv, is, yeah, we all agree the way in which Vieira was sacked and the timing was bad. But why did it happen the way it happened? Is there more to this that we don't know about? Do you see what I'm trying to say? 
Because I'd like to hear Vera's side. Vera's side. Couple questions, Aaron. First one, obviously, have you got something in mind that you're thinking in terms yeah, of that, what, what you were basically alluding to? Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I feel like there must be something more because it's, it's common sense. You can't sack your manager when you've only got one game left before the international uh, break and it's against a big team. Why wouldn't you just wait until after? So if, it's almost like there has to be something more to it. Because it's, it's a proper illogical thing to do, isn't it, really? All right, you want to sack him, but why then? The timing is so bad. Like, it is, it's very bad, man. And to give Paddy McCarr for two days to prepare against Arsenal, that's just, that's cowboy, man. I mean, you, you can't do that. Yeah. So, there has based to on the be game something today, more. Uh, basically, going back to the game today, Schlupp, I thought he was actually good. He was decent in that role. Um, he scored a goal as well. I thought he had a good, you know, first half, especially. Mark Gay was solid as well. There were some solid performances today. Um, of course, we could question a few players and whether they could have done better defensively. But, I mean, we had more shots on target, I understand. That, but I wonder how many shots we conceded as well. Uh, forget about the goals, you know, how many shots we get. I thought it was very good until up until we conceded that first goal. They also ba- barely created anything. In front of goal, yeah. it, was, it was actually comfortable, and then they had that one moment where we switched off and they scored a goal. But for you, any positives from today that you want to take forward? Because for me, I just I think it's a mentality issue now. I think it's a mentality issue, and, and the goal that we scored is 100 massive. It's massive yeah. because you saw it. We got into the game a bit more, so hopefully that gives us a bit of confidence. But it's just it's, it's tight margins one, and second of all, there isn't that much to pick from. Even though we were better attacking, it still wasn't yeah. absolutely great. We still you know plays missing chances. Well, look, man, considering we had Luca, Ward, Tompkins, we, 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 we didn't do too bad at times. I've got to be honest. We created quite a lot of chances today. Eight shots and four shots on target. And, you know, we were getting corners as well. We've got four corners. Arsenal only got a corner more. So it's not like we sat back in our own half the whole time. We were trying to stick it on them. And you can argue that we had three... I've seen oil tankers turn faster than Ward and uh, Tompkins <laughs> and Luca. I, be I don't want to criticise them, yeah? In their day, I grew up watching them in, in fucking Sellers Park against in, in the Championship. I absolutely respect them, man. But now, you, you can see he just struggles. They, they struggle against Martinelli. You can't put Ward to Mark Martinelli. It was, it was going to happen. That was the first thing that I said. And that's exactly what happened. So, yeah, man. If you if part of those three players, if you took them out, I think you know we, we didn't do too bad considering, man. I mean, look at stats of other games. Newcastle United, we played Newcastle before, and we had less shots against Newcastle, seven shots. And that who was started in that game, though. Who started in that game? I don't know if you got the stats. Was Wilf in that game? Because our attack in some of these games was Jeffrey Schlapp, Mateta, and Jordan Ayew. Which that's another thing. Like we tend to, you know, um, ignore at times that we will missing players. Eight know, shots against players. Villa. D only eight eight shots against Villa. One shot that's on surprising. target. Yeah. yeah. So well, stats yeah. are better against Arsenal, but we conceded more. And we already know why we conceded more because we had Tompkins award. And don't forget, you're playing Arsenal. 
who are in, on fire, bruv. They, they, they could legitimately make any team look crap at the moment. So, mm. uh, in, in fact, look, man, I, I stand by my team, bruv. I don't think we're going down. I, this, this, to me, we got the minerals. There's some ingredients there. There's spice, and we can do something with it. Enough to stay up anyway. Definitely enough yeah. to stay up. The players, the players need to step up, though. The players need to step yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And, and, yeah, I think we do have enough to stay up as well. But then again, it could also go horribly wrong as well because we've got teams around us, teams below us, that we're going to face. And if we end up losing them games, then it could get toxic. It could get much worse than this as well. So Leicester's going to be massive. International break is going to be massive. Who do we bring in as a manager? What do we do in these next two weeks? But Aaron, look, thank you for coming on, bro. Really appreciate you taking your time. See you later. Safe, Aaron, bro. Safe, Aaron. That was Aaron um, having to say, AJ, um, international break is going to be massive, ain't it? Bro, it's going to be a tough couple of weeks, man. I tell you, I don't even know. I think the fact that I'm just down anyway in terms of everything that's going on with the club and they're going to have so much speculation. If they do this announcement quick, even if it's he that shall not be named, then, bro, just do it, man. Just rip the Band-Aid off, man. Just just get something sorted, man. Let's just show a, that there is a little bit of something in us, man. A little 10%, little extra 5%, whatever it takes, just do it. If you're going to stick with uh, Paddy McCarthy, just do it. If you're going to get Roy Hodgson in, just do it. Get on. Let's just get these players doing it. And then in the summer, we can worry about the, that next set of politics then. But at the end of the day, Summer's Premier League status massive. is vital. Premier League status is vital because I'll tell you what, right? Another thing which nobody's spoken of, you lot might have spoken about it on the um, yeah, uh, the stream where um, in relation to the reaction of uh, the sacking, but a lot of these players' heads are going to now be easily turned. A lot of these players are easily going to be turned. And if you're trying to convince these guys to stay on championship football, forget about it, bro. That whole team's getting shredding hot. Yeah, but championship football. If you convince some of these players to stay in Premier League football right now, it's going to be it's going to be difficult. Because <laughs> that's what I'm saying. And if there's allegedly there. no money, then something's going to have to yeah. give. Yeah, something's going to have to give. But look, Ahmed's been waiting for a while. Ahmed, you here? Ahmed. Hey, hey guys, how are you doing today? Frustrated, frustrated. That's how I'm doing. Better, doing? better Sundays, mate. Better Sundays. <laughs> how are you doing? Uh, all good, all good. Uh, remember the last time when we spoke, let's say just before the start of the season when we spoke about it and we were speaking about Conor Gallagher and yeah. I told you something in terms of if we are not getting him, we need to get somebody else to replace his goals and replace his work rate especially because that is what we have been missing. If you look at the last seven games and if you look at our overall season as well, the impact he had Yes, he was a lone player, but his energy was the reason why Ulisse, why the others, Zaha at the top, could do what they could because they don't have to track back that much. That is a specific reason. And the amount of goals he brought in from midfield, he scored like 10 or something of them. And that was something which was the catalyst for us. Not only us, but every one of us looking at Vieira. Yes, he's doing a good job and everything. But the factor and the aspect like Conor Gallagher brought that aspect and what we didn't see was the other side which being the likes of Ayu and the names what I've written in the in the chat as well. Edward, we have Schlupp, we have many others. The dead rubber, basically. 
they did not contribute that much and it was something which has contributed to Vieira's downfall to be honest mm-hmm. yeah so do you think uh, I've spoken to you in a while Ahmed um so do you think this was more on the black uh, recruitment side of things um that we're in this position or this definitely got to do with the recruitment aspect because if you look at the aspect of not only the recruitment we don't have any depth we know that and the other things in terms of where do we stand today means we are struggling we all know that but the main aspect like we have two strikers in terms of Mateta and Edward but we have rarely seen any goals from their sides we have Lise who was doing so fabulously in the last season but now we aren't seeing anything from him as a it's been uh, on and off zaha has been the aspect of like during the season most of our goals and everything but other than that i'm still trying to find out where do we means where is our goals coming from and the aspect of being leaky at the back it has become a bigger issue to be honest and it and the midfield is specifically non existent to be honest it's yeah, i at times when i see palace playing nowadays i feel like is this the same palace which was there last year i become surprised yeah. to be honest it's like are we the same palace were we so dependent on one guy that he covered up the mistakes of others and this much i'm really astonished that this was the case yeah yeah look it's 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 been frustrating but 100 agree i feel like we took away 12 goals not i think we did uh, in terms of benteke and gallagher and we didn't bring in another striker we didn't bring in another gallagher as replacement even lukonga right now in the gallagher type of player is a different different player do you do you remember do you remember the reports coming during the summer uh, during the summer as well as the january transfer window that we had somewhere we were ready to pay somewhere around 40 45 million for gallagher do you remember that Yeah, yeah, I remember. But I don't know how true those were based on. I, I, irrespective, if that was, if they had any aspect also in those converse means in those reports that we were ready to pay that much, why weren't the recruitment done for someone else? Why didn't we bring somebody else for that matter? Means it could be anything. It could be a younger player. It could be from a French league, from a Spain, from an England youth level. You could have a ten, twelve million. a good central midfielder you have put now you have gotten dukure and you would expect him to do all the aspects when you don't have legs near him you don't have somebody to do the attacking aspect as they coming back from an injury it took him time to settle down he is there but what is the third person you have shla no way is he doing the same aspect yeah he played well today but the fact is that he struggles and we all know that Yeah. Uh, today any positives from today's game any worries any differences I mean it's only been two days so McCarthy uh, Paddy McCarthy can't really do that much um difference to what Vieira done anyways but um anything that you want to take away from this game and probably bring into Leicester game we've got two weeks off now so time to work on a few things but we scored a goal created a few chances but you know players missing chances once again and I feel like we we, we lost our heads after the first goal once again that's the most disappointing thing for me anyways to be honest to be honest when you said that in terms of we uh, yes we are not going down i'm sure about that aspect but the fact is like luni also said in the previous call, caller also said the same thing in terms of that 
there could be a fire sale coming in very soon where we could have to go and sell some of our prize assets i think ulise will be one of them i think eze could be another i think zaha could be one more basically with these three people i feel that we could have to sell just for the sake of getting somebody in also because we don't have many other options we don't have any other option because we don't i don't think so we have any cash in the bank to be honest because it doesn't look like that to me well, apparently we do it, john texa that's a report saying john texa was willing to put in 30 million pound in january um so also ahmed you know zohar's out of contract right so he's going anyway so he's leaving for free who uh, who's out of contract zohar zohar wow yeah uh yeah man i heard reports of him to roma josie is looking at him yeah he's going to be gone anyways i don't, I don't think we keep him now um the way the club is run anyway so i think it's going to be very difficult but look ahmed international break come in um who do you want as a manager who do i want as a manager to be honest i will my selection will surprise many of you guys but i feel uh it's he is someone who can uh raise the level raise the caliber among the players especially in the midfield and somebody who people can look up to i was because i've seen the way he has done things in the scottish league especially i was going for steven gerrard mm. yeah steven gerrard i don't know I'm, I'm, nah. I'm, I'm not convinced, <laughs> nah. uh, especially about I Michael Bill. Michael Bill was his assistant and he's working out well. I know, I know, left. I know. But, but if, if you look at the people which we have spoken about, let's say the likes of Hassan Hutel, you have talking about, then you have Roy Hudson. Till, just, my yeah. question here remains the same, is that you guys, means these all managers are somewhere around very defensive on their aspects. till when are we going to be on that defensive aspect when we know that we are not scoring goals and if you go for a defensive manager you're definitely not scoring the goals well, if get me hope. someone yeah. who is progressive who's going to be helping the players to connect especially in that midfield we are midfield needs so much a uh, new blood to be honest i i means we were speaking in the, in the at the end of last season we were speaking about getting some youngsters into the team i'm still waiting to see any of the youngsters yeah like, i tell you what, what the what... answer to that the answer to that ain't steven gerrard mate it's not <laughs> it's not but, but, like, this is my point let me the ask you, let me ask you yeah let me ask you uh, you said it's not steven gerrard i come okay let's say i agree with that but what do you think the names on the table which we have at this present moment do you think they are the currently the difference they could make that difference for us i'll be honest i don't like any of the names yeah, exactly that's exactly. i don't like any of the names any of the it's names like who would who, 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 who would you pick out this line of people to punch you like well <laughs> you know what i mean like i, 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 I guess exactly. in theory you got you got to pick an option but it's not an option i want There's no option I like. Literally, literally. And I and my point is, I'll say this again, how many people knew about Deserby before he joined Brighton? That's my whole point. They, they got some, so, you know, so they, that's they got... the point. But if if you look at the if, if you look at the Brighton team and if you look at the Palace team, you will see that Brighton's recruitment is off the charts. 
And ours... Why is that? Brighton and Palace are Brighton are not a bigger club than Palace like that. Like Brighton and Palace are similar levels. So why is Brighton? Let, let, let's take a simple example because I've seen I've gone through the entire World Cup. I've seen the World Cup and everything. Let's take a simple example of the Ecuadorian left back, Stupia. Means they they sold Coparella for to Chelsea for like sixty five million. They got in Estupian for like twelve or fifteen million something. So you could see that difference, and still I feel that Estupian is a much better left back than uh, Coparella. And that's the that's point here that they are able to do that, and we aren't. It means. And the other shameful aspect you have to see is that look at the what the what's the name of those investors Blitzer and Harris, right? Mm. Means they were ready to uh, get sell Palace just for the sake of getting a a bid for Chelsea, and then reports came from United also. So that's the point. They are just here to make the money. So you don't expect anything. Yeah, it's, it's that's what I'm saying. It starts. There's so many problems. There's so many problems with this club. It's like where do we start? Literally, like where do we start? And, and maybe we do have to sell to buy. But then again, our recruitment just seems based on the players that we brought in. Don't get me wrong, they are good players, but our recruitment just seems so narrow. Like it's just England, France, Germany. Do you get? It? Whereas you look at you look at Brighton, you look at even you look at Brentford as well. You can see these teams that actually have a proper scouting system in place where they can go in Asia and find players. I mean, Tomo came literally from university. Like, how you can't find that player without literally having the systems in place. And I can can name, I can name at this present moment three to five players who could do a better job, who could be, uh, who who we could get for less than like in around 30 million. If you just look at those Japanese players itself, you have Risco Duan, you have Yagamato, if you have Daichi Kamada is getting, uh, what do you say, he's going to be free. But how do you attract these guys? Because these guys, basically, if you look like Kamada, Kamada is basically being scouted by the likes of Borussia Dortmund. <clears throat> so how do you get someone in? How do you get them to come to Palace? You can't, unless you perform on the higher side. You, or you're ready to pay that higher wage bill, which in our case, we aren't ready to do both. <clears throat> yeah. Look, Ahmed, thank you for coming on and having you on say Really appreciate your time, bro. Thanks a lot, guys. Cheers, take man. care. Okay, take care. Yeah, it's, it's frustrating, but look, we're not going to be able to sign any players anyways um, till the summer, but yeah, even this, there's just so many things going on um, right now. Just like, where do we start? This summer's going to be massive. Uh, summer was always going to be massive as well, but now it's just bigger than it was before. Bringing a new manager, bringing in new players, getting rid of players. Um, yeah, so we'll see what happens with that. But AJ, based on the, we're going to bring on more guests, but based on what you've heard so far, um, has and maybe you might calm down a bit. Has your feelings changed? Do you still do you have any point, any other points to make about the team? Because there was some good, some good positive performances today. Gay here in particular, anyways. Um, yeah, I mean, I just don't think anyone's got the answers right now. I don't think anybody's got the answer. I don't even think the bloody the man's job yeah. who's getting paid three million pounds a year doesn't seem to have the answers either. Um, I don't know, man. It's just looking very, very bleak as it stands. Um. Yeah, I mean, a couple of the guys have come on and made their fair points and whatever. And obviously, you know, sometimes you've got to re-watch it over and re-listen it over. And 
dissect it in, man. But I don't know, man. I'm struggling to find a positive right about now. I'm struggling. Yeah, literally. I'm struggling as well because there's so many things. There's so many things to like talk about recruitment. Uh, exactly. But we'll see. We'll see. Do you think, um, quickly before I bring on minerals, um, do you think the chat, um, not the chat, do you think um, Steve Parrish will be influenced by the fan base? Because surely he must be seeing how people are reacting to potential. Bro, he gets, tagged, he gets tagged enough. <laughs> he gets tagged enough on Twitter and all that kind of business. So. I don't know, man. You know, the man can't be that. You, you can't be that ignorant or you cannot be afford to be that so passive. You know, we're not, we're, not, we're not talking about no little millionaire's joyride here. We're talking about a football club here, man, uh, and our short-term versus our long-term future as well. So I don't know, man. Hopefully he's going to read the room. But then obviously if he's, hand, if he's doing it with two hands tied behind his back and he's doing it with a 10% share, but he has a golden share, though. That's what people don't talk about. Yeah, he has a Yeah, he has a big say. So don't look at his shares and think that he doesn't. He that he has a he has a big say. He has a big say yeah. um, in, in terms of how things are being run, and that's why that's why I'm picking him out because he's been in this position for a long time. And the fact is, if we get rid of Vieira and we go back to um, get rid of Vieira and we go back to right. watching, that pretty much sums up our ceiling. Uh, but yeah, no, let me bring on let me bring on minerals next. Um, I don't know if he's there. I'm here, man. I'm here, bro. Are you good? Yeah, man. I'm good. Like, Are you feeling what... about the situation about the game? Listen, it, it was a tough game for for, for 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 us particularly. Like, you guys had a few clear cut chances, and uh, we just took the moment, man. And uh... so you also found then, yeah. Yeah, man. Okay. So, so yeah, that. So, what do you think about the whole situation about Vieira? And, and even as you said, we we had a few chances as well. What do you think about the start to the game? Because I thought it was relatively positive um, from Palace. I mean, yeah, you guys done well. You know, you had a few opportunities on the counter, but again, uh, again, not not really clear cut enough, and you relatively done okay until. Two like scored and and I think that knocked the stuffing out of you. And I thought your best player in the first half was uh, Olise, defensively and on the ball, particularly. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, in terms of in terms of Arsenal this season, quickly, um, you, you think you got the, the title now on lock? Of course, man. You, you, you have to dream, haven't you? So, so, so. Uh, uh, so, so some so, some man like me deserve a little title, man. Like it's been long, man. It's been long, bro. I haven't seen us yeah. win like the league. Yeah. What, what do you make of Palace's squad today? When you look at our lineup, do you think our lineup is is there like a squad problem? Do you think it was Vieira's fault? Because as an Arsenal fan, I guess you're going to back your your guy Vieira as much as I, I didn't want Vieira to go as well. By the way, I know lots of fans were lots of Arsenal fans at the game were actually chanting about Vieira. Uh, it's because no, it's because he played for you, isn't it? It's because he played for you guys and and this time the other and he's around and he's been around the prem, so it's easy to do it. But again, like I felt like it wasn't really his fault, wasn't he? Did he get back to in January or something? No. Or he didn't. He didn't. We spent the least amount of money uh, this year in the Premier League, um, we, along with Everton. Yeah, Everton so, spent Everton nothing. Spent... Um, yeah, well, I think I'll look it up again, but um, 
I think you talk about a whole window, the whole so whole season. Um, I don't know about January um, in particular. Potentially, Everton spent nothing, but I'm talking about a whole season. We're one of the lowest, anyways, if not the lowest. And we got yeah. rid of players. We got rid of players last year. Conor Gallagher. Everyone talking about him. Got rid of him. You got him. people for, rid of people that didn't want to be there who were for free. So. Yeah, uh, that's and I think that's a problem. I think that's a problem about recruitment. But, maybe, uh, maybe I, that might cost you. Yeah, so uh, I was going to ask you that. Do you think Palace will get relegated? Nah, man, you have enough, man. You have enough. Whoever the manager will be, like, like Roy might do a job, man. Like, why, man? Like, angry with Roy, man. He's one of your own, man. He's a Palace guy, man. Bro, minerals, we, we... minerals. You go, Jim. Quick question. Do you go yeah, to the man. gym? Of course, everyone goes to the gym. Uh, and you see when you bench, right? Would you trust your granddad to go and bench the same as you? I mean, no. So. Exactly. That's your answer, bro. He's, oh, he's, yeah, I mean, he's, he's a tired old man. He's done. He's done he's what he needed to do back in the day. He probably was lifting them same weights. But nowadays, he's done, bro. He's 76 years old. He's too old. Hmm. That, I stand. I stand with that. No, no I, I won't be. I'm not going to be mad at Roy if he comes back because end of the day, he's going to come back to try and help the club. Do you get it? But for me, it's the fact that we're going back to where we were before Vieira. Like, how does it make sense? Where's the progression? Like, where's the where's the plan if Vieira was to leave? If you didn't have faith I mean, in Vieira, if you didn't have faith in Vieira, then you should have other managers that you've been looking at to potentially bring into the club. But some of the exactly. names that have been mentioned right now. Is is just the most basics of managers. They seem like there's been no time and real effort put in to find a proper manager, and that's where the that's where the frustration comes from. Not the fact that Roy Hodgson is coming back to the club and he's the only problem. Even if it's Frank Lampard, or even if it's Steven Gerrard or Hasenhutl, these are names that these are basic names. You can tell that the recruitment for a replacement for Patrick Vieira hasn't been done, whereas they didn't have faith in him at last year. Apparently, they didn't want him at the club and seriously consider sacking him last year. So if that was the case, then why has it took you a year and one month, basically, and you still haven't had other managers potentially on your list rather than the normal basic old managers? And that's where the frustration really comes from. But, um, yeah, but look, yeah, but but for you, uh, before you go, so Palace staying up, Arsenal winning the league. Um, who was you most impressed by Palace side of things today? There was, um, of course... And Mark Gay, he was actually, I thought he was solid defensively. But who, who stood out for you? I think it's Olise to an extent. Olise stood out. Like, he, he tracked back and this time the other, man. Yeah, uh, he's very good defensively. Yeah, exactly. No one really talks about his defensive game, but he was, he was very solid defensively. But, um, but um, look, uh, men... Look, Minerals, really appreciate you jumping on, bro. Best of luck for the rest of the season. Um, yeah, man, big up, man. Big up D, right. man. And um, up the minerals, hey? Up the minerals. Right, take minerals. Care, I hope that's the only title you win for another 12 years. Okay. <laughs> okay, man. Okay. <laughs> see you later. That was minerals. Uh, next up, we've got Tim um, coming on to the show. If you guys want to join and have your say, click on the pinned comment where you can join in live to have your thoughts sharing about the game and more. Uh, Tim, how you doing? Hello. Arsenal 4, Palace 1. Yeah, to be, to be absolutely honest, I, 40 years I've been a, a Palace fan and I couldn't even watch it today. I took my dog for a walk up the Thames instead because it's just less frustrating. Um, 
but yeah, you're saying about sort of parish, etc. Like, I don't want to cuss parish because he did step in at a critical moment and we wouldn't have a club without him. But what you need to bear in mind with him is, yeah, there's all this talk of a project and rebuilding. The only project and the only rebuilding that's in his head is the main stand. You know, as far as so long as we can achieve 17th or above every season with the minimal amount of outlay into the into the into the uh, squad whilst the whilst that gets achieved, that's what's going to happen. Yeah, that's all his priority is. Yeah, that, that was what he said when we came up. That was one of his big objectives. Still hasn't happened. Okay, it's taken a lot longer than anticipated. It's costing a lot more than anticipated, but yeah. That's all there is to it. I don't think there's going to be some some big investment in in like pushing the football forwards. It's just yeah, seventeenth or above, preferably with a manager who ain't going to cause him too much grief, ain't going to argue too much. He's going to complain in the press that he's not getting players. But we could yeah. well fight ourselves with a squad full of thirty-year-old thugs for the duration. Do you think this could be it for Parrish, especially with a fan base? Um, I've never seen anyone... I've never seen a fan base like this before. I'll just say that. I've never seen a fan base turn on to Parrish as we have right now. There's always been frustration by a few people saying we should have, you know, we should do a bit better. But now I'm seeing like a, la- a loud, loud majority saying yeah. that he's not doing he's... a good enough job. So, mm. so for you, do you think he's hit a ceiling and uh, this could be it? I, I think it could well be. I mean, I, it, it would be nice if there was just a bit of honesty. If it was just the case, we came out and said, yeah, this is how it's going to be until this is done. I could actually respect that. I mean, it probably would be commercial suicide. And, you know, he comes from a PR background, so he does kind of know what he's doing. But, yeah, I mean, uh, maybe once that's built, maybe things will change. But mm. in the interim, I, I do think that's solely where his his interest lies like getting all that infrastructure finished off i mean okay he's had some some success with you know like the academy sorted out and you know the manager's not working out of a port cabin in the in the car park no more but yeah like I, yeah I, I just don't see really you know where, where like how many managers have we truly bagged you know, so people talk about Yera came in and, you know, we, we did get some players. Yeah, cool. But that we had, what, 13 players, was it, that, that season out of contract? Eight of those, uh, if I remember correctly, were people that you'd actually expect to be anywhere near a starting 11. And if you look at who we brought in, we brought in six. So, OK, they are younger players, they are very good players, but... Is that really backing him? I, actually, it's a slightly depleted squad, really, at least in terms of numbers. You know, and yeah, summer didn't really bring anybody in. January didn't really do very much. I mean, the people that we have brought in have been good, mostly. It hasn't been enough. But yeah, anyways. yeah, like, but there are still gaping holes in our squad. Again, yeah, I, I don't think anybody really wants to cuss uh, Klein and Wardy. Yeah, they've been great players for us they've been great servants of the club too old really they passed it you know and yeah like have we really ever managed to replace Benteke or upgrade him which is what was really needed you know and as you said the other night uh, Wan-Bissaka you know 
where's the replacement? You know, we, we do have to accept at this point, Ferguson ain't going to play. That's what I'm saying. It's a good point that you made about Benteke. It's not even even about replacing. We should be upgrading these players. But somehow we we got worse because we got rid of Benteke and we didn't bring in a replacement. Like the bare minimum we didn't do. So that's the scary thing about it. I mean, Conor Gallagher, did we replace him? Because Decore ain't a Gallagher replacement. It's two different players. Decore is more of a Kiate replacement. He's a number six. He's not a number eight. Um, So we didn't replace. Even from now, even Lokonga ain't a number eight like that. You can see it. Yeah. So we didn't really replace Gallagher. We didn't replace Benteke. That's 12 goals there. We were talking about a right-back situation. We didn't sort that out. Um, it's just uh, it's just incredible. I mean, what would, what do you think they were thinking? What what was the idea? Because honestly, I, I, I don't yeah. understand it. What was the idea? Do you think it was just a case of they don't have faith in Vieira from basically the, this whole season? Because the report suggested that in February last year, they were considering sacking him, which I think is absolutely wild, like considering it was his first season. Um so, so for you, is it a case of they didn't have belief in him? That's why they didn't spend the money. But even if you don't have belief in him, you have to bring in players for the next manager. The right back situation doesn't change regardless of manager. And and we've got how many players out of contract at the end of this season? Again, it's a similar situation. We, we have to bring people in, and we have to improve. And we actually we're going to need probably more numbers, and we're going to need to upgrade a lot of players. But yeah, I, I don't really know. Well, I, I think what he's thinking is spend the minimum amount of money so we've got enough cash to put into building the main stand and not putting the club in debt and all that sort of stuff, which I can actually understand and respect to a degree. But, you know, he comes out and says it, it, it's results-based business. That's true, but it's an entertainment business. And Roy Hodgson playing the dullest football I've ever seen in my life yeah. Isn't entertaining. I'll be, I'll be honest. Yeah, we don't we don't watch longs back in the day uh, under Roy Hodgson, and I, I can happily admit it. I've never felt like this before. You'll know Tim as well. We've gone through way worse times, but genuinely yeah. under Roy Hodgson, I genuinely was on the verge of hating football. Like I genuinely disliked it so much, I couldn't be bothered about it. I had no emotions. It was just so bad that I just absolutely hated it. And the fact that we're going back to this position that we should have moved on from once again, potentially anyways, it's just absolutely wild for me. That's just, we, we, we sacked the manager because of results and 100% agree. But then when do you ask the serious questions about the people at the top when they're not doing their job right? You know, I understand that they want to build a new main stand. The new mains, we've been here. I was there at the media event. I think it was 2017. I was literally there and it's been about how many years now? And we still, it's still haven't started it. You get yeah. it. So with the people at the top, you know, we don't really ask as much questions to them. And and rightly so for, you know, last season, there was no point asking questions because, as you said, maybe we could have brought in a few more players. But I thought the transfer business at the start was was decent. You know, with Palace, we still spent a good amount of money. But um, it was a start. But then afterwards, it just went downhill. We didn't improve on that. It's just one good window. It's not reasonable yeah. enough to push this club onto the next level. And we're in this position once again because of lack of recruitment. And my thing is, if there isn't any money, then you might have to look at, if there isn't any money, then there might might have to be a change. There might have to be a change because at the end of the day, these lot will lose their investments and their values if if we do go down. So they have to look at it like that. If if they've reached their capacity and if they can't invest more money, then they have to consider, well, we can't, so we might have to sell it on to someone who probably can and like that, we won't lose our money because where's the end goal of this? And if we go down... I mean, for a start, 
a shiny new main stand ain't no use to us. If we're back to having sixteen thousand people every every week, exactly. You know, just exactly. no use whatsoever. And and as you say, the you know, the value of their investment will drop by what hundred million quid at least. Exactly. It plummets. It plummets going back to the championship. And getting out of the championship is not easy as well. But no. my thing is, maybe I'm just thinking about it now, but maybe the reason or what they're weighing on is the new main stand. If, if you build a new main stand, I guess the value goes up um, at a club. And like that, you can sell it on. But then again, you might even not have time. Right yeah. now, there's nothing even, even being built as you speak. It's still all in talks. So, yeah. you know, it, that might even not happen. So for me, there needs to be changed. The fact that there's even disagreements, like there, there will always be disagreements, don't get me wrong. But the fact that it's coming out publicly and it happened in January, it's happening now as well, that Texas and Parish don't get along and then, you know, yeah. this and this ownership is not getting on. It doesn't sound good. I mean, if your owners don't get along, if you, if, if the manager that you're rehiring is Roy Hodgson, if he didn't buy bring in enough players, tell me what, what aspect should I have belief in the people that's running a football club? They don't even have belief in themselves. You know, they, 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 one one is saying that we're, we're willing to spend £30 million, the other's not willing to spend it. They, 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 I just don't know where we're heading towards. Honestly, how, how did we end up in this position? Last season, it was a start of something fresh. And I get it. It wasn't going to take one year for us to reach the potential that we wanted to reach. But the fact that we took one step forward, and not even two, like four steps back, it's just unbelievable. Like, where are we heading towards now? Staying up then? After that, what? We're going to lose probably Wilf. Some of these other players would want out. Who are we going to attract as a manager? How are we going to... It's, it's, it's absolutely oh, wild. It's the, absolutely the, the manager wild. situation as well. I mean, like, uh, a lot of people have been, like, complaining about Vincent Company coming out and saying, oh, actually, I think he was overachieving. The thing is, like, whether we as Palace fans believe that or agree or whatever, that is the viewpoint that's going to be shared by an awful lot of people in the upper echelons of football. Mm. And that is, going to that, view, that, that, that is going to affect their view on whether they actually want to come here. Like, who wants to ruin their career? You know, you turn up, you don't get back, you get sacked. Yeah, that's what I'm you saying. Know? I mean, people talk about company, but I don't think companies going to want to come. He he basically yeah. said it. He, he doesn't agree with the decision. It doesn't look good. And and that's the that's the thing. Where do you find the next manager? I think we have to go abroad. We have to go abroad. We can't. Um, yeah. I don't know if Carrick would want to come. I don't know if... By the way, I, these managers ain't also the answer as well. It's, it's, it's a long shot once again with, you know, Patrick Vieira wasn't proven in the Premier League. These managers ain't proven. They're, they're doing it in Championship. It's a whole different level in the Premier League. So we don't know if they'll work out. But for me, we'll most likely have to go abroad. But right now, there's no talks about that. So for you, Tim, about the potential replacement, would you want Paddy to stay on to the end of the season? Um, would you want Hodgson back? Or what? How do you I, think I definitely don't want Hodgson problem? back. Um, I mean... Again, like I'd, I'd, I'd love to see Paddy succeed. Man, I, I love Paddy as a player. I mean, he, he maybe wasn't the most te- technically gifted, but you know, he, he, I, he, there's a man that like absolutely bled for the team. But um, yeah, I mean, I, all the names that keep coming back, keep coming up. They're all people that have failed in the Prem. That's what you I'm know, saying. like. I think, yeah, we do have to look abroad. I couldn't even suggest who. Like, I, I, I'm not knowledgeable enough. And to be fair, there's people who have paid an awful lot of money to actually know about that stuff. But, I yeah, mean, I mean, like, you know, yeah. chatting about Gerard or Lampard. Or, you're like, why? You know? <laughs> like, what do we want him for? 
I don't know how that improves us from Patrick Vieira. That's what I say. I don't know how. Steve, yeah, how I don't know how getting rid of Vieira, bringing in Gerard or Lampard improves us from Vieira. When Vieira, when Vieira faces managers, you got to bear out of them. <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, how does that improve us? It's still a step back for me. But then again, yeah. you knew Deserby before he came to Brighton. And I'm not exactly. saying that's what I'm saying. As a fan base, we shouldn't, we can't really pick out the answers. But there's people at the top that should be figuring this out. You know, this shouldn't yeah. be just case of bringing in managers that, as you say, have been failures so far in the Premier League. So the people at the top needs to. But then again, I mean, you have to show a bit of ambition. And if Zaha's leaving, if, which is a, which is a, a huge possibility now, and then if you have other players out of contracts, Zaha, I don't know. I don't know who you're going to bring in. Yeah, it's, it's it's absolutely crazy. But um, look, Tim, appreciate you calling in. Any other things that you want to say before you go? No, that's about it, really. Yeah. Look, thank you. Thank you, Tim. Thank you. Really yeah, appreciate it. Great points, mate. Great points. Yeah, great points, mate. Thank you, Tim. Take care. Yeah, take Oh, that was Tim. We're going to wrap up uh, in just a second, AJ. But look, lots of people are so frustrated. International break now. Time to look for a new... I'll say relax, but time to look for a new manager. He ain't going to stop. It's, it's, it's now the massive two weeks for us. A new manager's coming. Set something up for the next 10 games. We've got Leicester, Leeds, Forest. You know, all these teams coming up right below us. Um, but for you, AJ, before we go, how do you see this two weeks going? Who, How do you see it realistically going in terms of who we could to bring in? And we need... Parrish needs to open up his mouth and say something. I don't know what it's going to be. I don't know how he's going to say it. I don't know how it's going to come across. But he obviously is avoiding the limelight because even on the day of the sacking, he... The only reason he got nabbed on the Sky Sports for the interview was because obviously there was a car in front of him and then he was like, oh, sort of, I've got no choice here. So he needs to come out or Texan needs to come out. Uh, we need to understand what's going on, man. You have to make it make sense because there's no point of us being frustrated, ripping our hairs out, not bothering going to games, not renewing season tickets and all that rest of it and then not understanding the reason as to why. We need to, <laughs> excuse me, open up some kind of dialogue with, I mean, I'm not particularly us or me, but whatever. Somebody needs to open up a dialogue and explain things to us. Let us know what's going on because the other concern I have is whatever next manager comes in is going to want to reestablish the project and they're going to want to really try and rebuild. And if we ain't got the money, allegedly, how's it going to work? Well, apparently we have got the money. That's the problem. I don't know what's going on because someone. So why is our chairman? Why is our chairman conservatively holding on to the funds? Where where are those said funds? I don't even understand it. I don't. I don't understand. Maybe they'll wait until the summer. But then again, if you're waiting until the summer, why would you get rid of a man? I just, I just genuinely don't. I genuinely don't understand how we should go into. I genuinely feel like they overestimate the squad massively. <clears throat> I know we got some very good players, but we also got some players that are bang average that are not Premier League quality and also I don't think they understand or they, they understood that majority of these players I believe this wholeheartedly came because of Patrick Vieira they came because of Patrick it. Vieira so let's see what happens in the summer let's see what happens in the summer I think the likes of even the Elise's, um and not Eze because he came before but the Gahis and you know all these players Edward Decore they, they're French you know, they're French. There's a, there's a connection there anyways and they respect Patrick Vieira. So I think they can... So what are you going to do then? You know, are you going to be able to recruit the same way that you did? That's going to be another... That's going to be another point um, to look at. And that's what I'm saying. This raises more questions than answers to what we've been doing over the past few days. 
it's just it's just an absolute shambles right now. We don't know what's going on. We don't know what we're trying to do. We don't know about the budget. Uh, we don't know if there's you know still warring, you know, fighting each other behind the scenes. I mean, you can have disagreements. There's no problem about that. But if you have disagreements in the fact that someone wants to spend thirty million pound and we know we need to spend that amount of money at least to bring in players in January and you don't, then I feel like you have to have a bit more answers. That's that's a wild wild claim. And that could be potentially one of the reasons we could go down because we didn't improve the squad. So, so yeah, we have to look at it. We have to look at it. But look, um, any other last things that you want to say before we head off? Nah, I'm done, man. I'm done. It's frustrating. But look, we'll be here for the next two weeks anyway, talking about manager and all the latest news as well. So if you haven't already done so, make sure to leave a like and subscribe to not miss out on Future Palace content. We'll be back for the player ratings as well. Uh, that's it from me and AJ. Thanks to everyone who's tuned in live. Thanks to everyone who also called in as well. Um, and until next time, up the palace. Up the palace, boys. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around. You've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Your mate's already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely, and control vehicle at all times. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.